Hello and welcome to the Pink Tron, everybody. We start off this week like we do every week asking Craig Martin, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Foghorn Brewing Constable Winchester IPA from my hometown in the Kennebecasis Valley. Mm -hmm. That sounds very tasty. Sean Fogenberg, what are you drinking this week? Uh, I will I will first demonstrate uh, what is on the can, which is a California Hello. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> for those okay. for those on audio, Sean just <laughs> gave us like forward P sign, backwards P sign, and the one finger friend maker. Yep. <laughs> uh, so it's a oak aged Berliner Weiss uh, key lime and watermelon uh, from a local brewery. Tasty, tasty. Also joined by Lauren Camp. Lauren, what are you drinking this week? I have two things. I started out with a uh, the non-alcoholic Flemish Primitive Ale with yuzu fruit from McKellar, which I think I've had on the podcast before. It's very good. And then I also decided in uh, solidarity with other folks drinking, I am also having a small pour of the Red Breast Single Pot Still Irish Whiskey that's been aged 12 years. Nice. One of my favorites. Thanks. Had some of that yesterday, actually. Giddy up. So that brings us to Chris Greenland. Chris, what are you drinking this week? I am going. I got some new samples yesterday, so I'm cracking this open. It's the Thomas More uh, bourbon aged in cognac casks. I thought that was a fun French tie-in for Tour de France time. Nice. Very nice. And because I know he's got the good recommendations, joining us again case what are you drinking this week um well uh being uh, post-covid uh, at the moment uh, i'm celebrating uh, that uh, i i survived and uh, especially for chris uh, i i took a barolo uh, yes. but uh, but this time this time uh, i have a barolo which isn't very good but um <laughs> not not smelling anything uh i i i, I don't think it is uh, very uh, bad because I don't smell anything. Uh, so I'm having a quite bad Barola from 2018, which isn't the best year, but it's very nice. Well, a bad Barola is like bad pizza, right? It's still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even like a pizza with, uh, with uh, pineapple. <laughs> Glad you're feeling better. Those are fighting words here in Canada. <laughs> we are uh, happy you're feeling better, and I have a boring cherry bubbly club soda, both going to time constraint, time zone constraints. So, all right, let's move on to this week's festivities. We'll start off like we do every week with the Herd Summer Racing League. This week's race is three laps of Innsbruck Ring, points only on the sprint segment chris you and i raced it this afternoon how did it go for you but okay um for those of us who are doing harry series we would have just done a one lap version of this on tuesday but it takes a much different form um instead just just being a one lap sprint to the finish line um here you want to concentrate on making it around three times and in a group so that you can score points on that uh, that sprint segment three times. So I felt like Leg Snapper was predictably a little bit tamer 
Um, I definitely messed up the first sprint the first time around and got out too far in, uh, in front of the group. Mm. But I feel like I kind of packed it in and saved a few watts knowing that I screwed it up so that I came back stronger for laps two and especially three to stick with the front and just hammer it. So it went okay. I'm not sure if results are up yet, but I would expect top top so, eight or ten out of so a group when, of 40. When you say a, a little bit tamer, I'm guessing <laughs> that you mean like much, much tamer on the uh, leg snapper considering uh, after stocking your effort on uh, Tuesday, it looked like just a full sprint up the leg snapper. Yeah, and I got the leg snapper wrong on Tuesday too. Like I was too far out in front. I expected the, to split and not come back together, but the second group on Tuesday mm. rejoined. So that was just, that killed me for the, the finish sprint. Like I was just dead for the finish. So I just kind of rolled across the line. I could have saved a few watts on the leg snapper. The way the race played out. But yeah, it was probably, I was doing like high 600s up there on Tuesday. And today it was probably like mid fives. I don't know. I put a stream up for today in case anybody wants to see how it went, but mm. it was, it was relatively civilized for bees up the leg snapper. Price. Now that Chris is a YouTube influencer. Yeah, you know, like and subscribe. DM <laughs> me for collabs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I got dropped on the first leg snapper. I, I was right with the group at the crest of the hill, but I was trying to get my gas back for the sprint, and I laid off too early, and they all smashed it. And by the time they got to the bottom, they were four seconds. And then thought I was going to close her on the toe snapper, but um, they just uh, they just all pushed through, and it was a group. They were a pretty strong group. We had TJ, we had Scorekeeper, a few other guys. So it, it was a fast group at the front. And I mean, honestly, like I've, I'm just looking at the results, and I think it actually probably worked out okay for me because um, I feel like if I would have held that group, I just would have got dropped in the next lap and been tired and not even got sprints in or anything so were you with a group so i didn't I, I didn't get a group but i did get one other rider who came with who i kind of went around right in front of me he just did 4.0 the whole time so i just sat on his wheel at 4.0 and he just like can't go 4.0 and i just sat on his wheel and away we went and then when we got to the sprint i just sprinted <laughs> and sprinted past him but i think i got like top three or four times on the second and third lap on the sprint so i nice. went from finishing like ninth or tenth on the road this is showing me fifth although i wonder if these are all correlated yet mm -hmm. only showing 150 points for scorekeepers so we, we could ask craig, like... but he's disappeared again so. <laughs> yeah yeah by the way we're not ignoring craig and he's not being uncharacteristically quiet he's having internet issues and likely won't be back fatal disconnect yeah yeah, so I got fourth on the second and third sprint, so I could have moved up to fifth plausibly. Sounds like James dropped a boring Brent pace partner in a race for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he was just steady Eddie the whole time. Not yeah. quite as not quite as steady as Dar our friend Darren's buddy out there, but you know he did get dropped to like three point eight occasionally and four point two in the leg snapper. But yeah, that's steady. dynamic pacing. Yeah, I thought that uh, boring nice. Brent rides at three nine nine. <laughs> that might have been it that might have been it on average Doesn't show that. yeah, yeah. roundup 
So uh, anyway, I mean, I was sad to get dropped a little bit, but felt my race went okay from there. Nice. What did you, any of you guys plan on racing? I know some of you are recovering still, so fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Cage and I probably are not going to be racing this. Not really a good idea. So. Yeah, uh, uh, Lauren, no. Lauren got sick. Uh, what a week and a half ago, around then. Yeah. And I had planned on doing the uh, Climbers Gambit HSRL double last Saturday, and I woke up that day feeling like I might be fighting something off. So I uh, was smart for once. <laughs> didn't race on a day when I was like, oh, maybe I'm not feeling great. Uh, but this week, it actually looks like a good day to uh, to do the double since yeah. neither thing is likely to be a full on, like all out effort. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm probably gonna race it tomorrow, the race five. You confused the heck out of me last week, Sean. I was doing the Climber's Gambit results and I was like, I swear Sean said he was gonna do this. And yeah. just kept hitting refresh and you weren't there you weren't there you gotta send me a note or something buddy I, I was pretty uh upset about it because that's my favorite climb in the game uh -huh. yeah i was also upset about it um although i, I did, did yeah i guess i get why don't we go into <laughs> climber's gambit um i i did ride um twice it, when i was sick for the because it was the last week of Climbers Gambit and the last week of the series, so I ended up doing both races at like less than one watt per kilo. Definitely yeah, for like Climbers Gambit, thirty watts. It was it. I went really, really painfully slow just to get finishing points um, on the board because I didn't have my 10 races for Climber's Gambit and the series, of course, you had to do all six. So, yep. And it was, it was really, um, it was really weird. Uh, people were very nice though. And yeah, it, it, at least I got to finish out the series, I guess. Uh, and so, so just looking at your Swift Power, you now have uh, two eighth places at 33 and uh, 39 watts. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very. It, it took me. It took me almost two hours to complete the course for Climbers Gambit because I really was just forcing myself to go very, very slowly. Um, yeah, and that's a that's a thing. Like for anyone who's recovering from COVID. It's a good idea not to push yourself. Who has so. the fire truck coming to their house right now? <laughs> yeah, me okay. and Sean. I'll mute for a second. But yeah, we want to move on to... That was the end of Climber's Gambit. I don't know, Chris, if you want to speak to that at all, since you're handling those results. Um, yeah, new season starts this weekend. I have not put up the post for the first weekend yet, but that will be coming shortly. It is Volcano Climb. Um, on the volcano climb circuit, um, just the same. It looks like it's the same set of climbs and courses, just repeated for the second series. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty close. I didn't do a hard um, line by line comparison or scrub, but it looks pretty similar. There's only so many There's climbs at least we have. One okay. So, the rooftop in there. So oh yeah. Uh, yeah, rooftop was an addition. KOM and rooftop KOM instead of Titans Grove and Epic. 
reverse. Nice, okay. Other than that, same. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So for that one, I was looking at it, even though I'm not going to race this uh, weekend. And for this one, you the climb comes up at about 12 kilometers in, so you could use the course to warm up. Uh, so you don't actually necessarily need to do a warm up before that one. And yeah, just uh, about 12 kilometers. That's a 3.8 kilometer climb at 3.2% on average. So uh, bike choice for that. What would we be thinking? It's not that steep anywhere, really. Uh, I think Volcano's I mean, Tron, isn't it? I think it's the Tron, yeah. Except it is... Even without draft. I would potentially ride a TT bike. Mm. I'm I'm def I'm gonna go TT and disc. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's a fast climb. It is a fast climb, it and is. it's all it's basically all on the looking at Zwift Insider. It's like all yellow and green on fellow viewers, so it's it's not steep anywhere. Just kind yeah. of power up that. The very top. The very top is steep. Yeah, yep. right. That's that very last part. Whatever. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 Maybe put the DT62s on instead of the full disc, but. Yeah. Or just <laughs> always use the rainbow disc because they're really cool. Just forever. Squ Scorekeeper said he liked my disc today. So. <laughs> nice. Aww. And he wrote off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, and then remember for Climber's Gambit, for anyone who hasn't done this series yet, obviously this weekend is a good time to start, and uh, you have to finish the route. So just remember to finish that whole route or else your time won't count. Whole route's about 23k. Yeah. And All right. then after Climber's Gambit, we get two herd of mountain goats, mm -hmm. which this week is... Mirror in the mountain with epic summit finish. Right. So you won't have to go up the radio tower. I think that's correct. Yeah, I was looking at this. It'll, with the lead in, the route goes for 20.7 kilometers. And so you'll end at the top of the epic. Very nice. And yeah. that's the epic forward, so with the rollers yes. on top. Yep. Yep. So yeah, and that one is full draft, all that stuff, full climbing setup for sure for them. Again, you're in the mountain, you go through Titan's Grove as well, right? Titan's Reverse. Yep. yep. Titan's Reverse. Yep. Very good. And then we get to Stampede this week. We're back. We've cycled around. Last week was the long course. This week it's short course. Neon flats, three kilometers. It's flat. <laughs> <laughs> for three kilometers. It's so actually flat. Try and go faster than you did it in May 29th on Tempest Fugit. <laughs> yeah, this, well, or in the Heeries. That was another one that or I had Heeries, to miss. Yep. And so I might, I might hop in and ride that one. Yeah. It'll be good times. So, I like yeah. those, uh, the, the ones where the goal is to make yourself go so hard that you bleed from the face. So. <laughs> oh, boy. It's all part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, we have Bullseye. On Wednesday this week, it is four laps of Champs Elysees. So, Champs Elysees is, uh, yeah, the sprint is, oh, but it's at the banner. So, 
you're gonna go banner then uphill around the lollipop back like up around the Arc de Triomphe all the way back down under the overpass and then yeah you'll go left right hit the sprint and it's a little bit uphill it's like a little bit one percenty on that sprint yep so you get a nice recon for what the uh what the tour is finishing on <laughs> yeah I've ridden Champs Elysees Express so many times that I don't I'm, it's almost second nature although I always like to set my feather early when I do the uh, the sprint on Champs Elysees going the other direction. I can never wait till I get right to the climb. Mm. So that's where they watch out for. Where they take the bullseye positions? Is it at the lap banner or the sprint banner? Lap, lap banner lap. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but do watch out, especially on lap four, for someone sending the attack after the sprint. That's not unusual tactics. Mm. That after you the yeah, after you finish the sprint on lap three, someone sends an attack up the climb up to the arc and tries to shake people off. Okay. Okay. Case, what are you doing these days? Are you just taking her easy? You're getting a little bit of easy cycling in? Yeah, I'm taking it easy. I'm uh I, I have been uh, on the bike uh last uh, Wednesday for the first time. Uh after uh after more than a week of uh, being uh, not very well. And uh, I'm planning on uh, going on the bike this weekend outside and uh, just um, uh, ha have a ride uh, without uh, much effort. Good. Nice. Good. Did you end up, how did you end up in, you were at the front of Heries, right? In the C or in your division? Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, on, the, in the GC, I was uh, on the fifth uh, place. Uh, uh, I have to be honest, uh, it, it was uh, more because of I rode all the races than uh, because I rode all the races well. Uh, but still, I was very proud of myself uh, to be in the top 10. And I'm very pleased to, uh, uh, to say that uh, not uh, attending the last race, I still became seventh. So I got my top 10 place. So I'm very proud of myself. No, no, I I've got a couple gold cups for showing up. Don't you worry about that. That's legit. <laughs> yep. Yep. I got a third place in America's West for showing up at that last race for the series. So yeah, it's yeah, valid. I got, a, I got a couple of stampedes and bullseyes just by making it every race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, every effort starts with uh, showing up. Doesn't it? Yeah. That's right. It does. You can only yep. race against those who show up. Yep. Yep. So the series and Heries have ended. Uh, this yeah. last Tuesday with the with the Innsbruck Ring race. Yeah. What's next? What's the next? Uh, <laughs> what's the next thing coming up that we might be interested? in? Well, so they, so just to, for as a programming note for herd racers, there will be no more Heries for the summer. There'll be no more Heries or Sheries, pardon me. Yep. Until, um, at least, probably after ZRL in the fall, assuming it comes back, which I assume it will. Um, so we won't be seeing any of that. So good job, everybody. I didn't, did anyone like take a quick look at the results? Should we do a quick shout out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I guess, yeah. We, we can do those. So Shiri's America's that. East. We got in the A's, Rachel Lieberman, Angela McRae, and Christina Pyers. Good job on the podium. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know Rachel or Christina, but I know Angela McRae races Stampede all the time. She beat the pants off me last week um uh, rachel lieberman is also racing also raced in america's west and got second that was um rebecca larson rachel lieberman and then me who was well behind those other two ladies because they are both insane 
Uh, yeah, nice. Rebecca Larson is a uh, multiple-time national champion. Uh, junior under 23 stuff. Yeah, that's in the A's. So. That's just part of the fun of Zwift, right? You yes. Just show yes. up and you find out this is like legit. <laughs> the, oh, that was fun. the A category has no ceiling, so. In the America's East Bees, we had summer, summertime. Kelly, apologies if I mispronounced Wegging. this brutally. Wegging. Something like that, yeah. Natasha Williams on the podium. Well done. In the C's, we had Dorothy Davis from The Herd, Sarah Hoffman from The Herd, and Susan Clark from Coalition. And in the D's, we had Lucy O'Shaughnessy, Carolee Atkins, and T. Courtney from The Herd. So, well done there. Awesome. And we go to Series West. As mentioned, Rebecca Larson with the win, Rachel Lieberson, and there is Lord Camp, third place win! Uh, and it's, it's actually pretty funny looking at that one because uh, it, it looks like that was pretty much the order of, yeah. of finish every week. Except for the two, like, eight, yep. <laughs> eight places for rolling around. Yeah. Nicely done. In B, in first place, C.J. Boyinger, second, Sarah Mack, and third, Sue Jones. And our own Lisa Jones just out of the podium. I know she worked really hard, so. Man, that is close. Nice job, Lisa. In the C's, we had Susie Beretta, Ev Lau, and Emma Porter. In the D's, we had Ruby Garrison, Carrie McBride from The Herd, and Monica Ooh. Tully from The Herd. Way to go, guys. A pack. Series A, we had Vicky Whitelaw, Nini from Crush Pod, and Cam Cam from Team Vegan. Boy, there's some fun names here. Yeah. <laughs> In B, we get Sophie N from NZ Bro, Becky Claire from Galaxy, and Kylie Adair from AHDRL. In C, Jillian Howland, Tabatha Tara. That must be our Tara's significant other or something. Mm. Canada. How many Tara's from Canada can there be? And in C, Annaline Vizigel from Cryogen. And in the D's, Suzanne Lindsay, Rachel Maumel, and Lisa Stokes from the herd. And is there EMEA? Is that awesome? Yep. A's, we had, oh, I'm gonna butcher <laughs> this, I apologize. Goche, Paul, Maria Holdcraft, and Jenny Eck from the herd. We go, Jenny. In the B's, we had Sarah Meadows, Jessica McWirt, and Roseanne Vander Kirkhoven from The Herd. Nice job, Roseanne. In the C's, we had Sophie Bands, Yvonne Rosenfist, and Edie Oya. Apologies, Edie, if I get that wrong. In C, Edie D, Menon Holtman, P. Sandra, and Rowena H. Menon Holtman from The Herd. So, nice job to all our series racers. Here he's. All right, I forgot there's like four times on this made. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's nice to do. All right, our A winners in America's East, Pedro Ericart from OTR, Pierre Menard, and Duncan Johnson from OTR, Derek Duncan, yeah, I've raced Duncan, he's a good racer. In B, we have Craig Brackens, Doug Pro S Giant. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Doug is a giant <laughs> bro. Good job racing, Doug. And Steven Monroe. Oh, and fourth place to Ian Elston, man. 
tough I one. do love uh, seeing these things where, like, Craig Brackens was in the first uh, league, the ZRL league that I was in, like, season mm. one in the mm. Seas, and now he's crushing the Bs. So it's good to yeah, see. look at that. Yeah, and, like, three firsts. I, I love when they don't get all the firsts all the time. That always at least makes the series a little more competitive. Yeah. Seas, we had Terry LeDuc, Jeremy A from ATP, and... In good Zwift name, we have Enjoy the Suffering from ATP, <laughs> third place. Uh, probably could have got first, but Mr. Ace, by the way. Yeah. And then in the Ds, we had Durrell from the Herd, David Lent, and Ed Whedon also from the Herd. Well done, everybody. Nice. In America's West, in the A's, Craig Brusink from ATP, Reagan Isaac, and Brian Kellison. They only did three races each. I just say, I, I should have been showing up to America's <laughs> West races. Man, I, I, yeah. I, I got three in. Clean in up. Show up for six and you win. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're yeah, just like talk. Dan Larson in first. Dan Sheremetto and Jeff Sang from OTR in third. In the C's, Horatio Babcock from The Herd. Job Horatio, Carl Garrison, and Nathan McNair from OTR. And the D's, we have Tosin... Ken Musuru from NZ Bro, Mike Oxiger, and Dave Welch. Very nice. Good work, everybody. In the APAC, here he's A's, David Pacheco, followed by the Pinktron's own Tatum Jewel. Ooh, Tatum. Which was like a really no. close, like that's a close actual finish. Like the guy who won didn't even podium every race and race yeah. six. So that's a good series. In third place, Nico Buze from Pudra. In the Bs, we had Sylvan Smith, Darren Shanks, and Benjamin Kentish. In the Cs, we had Paul Williams, Bruce Sweet, and Richard Goff. And in the Ds, Kevin Hartnell, Asa Peterson, and F. Hindo, who sounds like he might be a young person. Mm -hmm. They might be a young person. In APAC, yeah, sorry, that's what we just did. Sorry, that's what we just did. Yeah. EMEA, my bad. Uh, we have in the A's, Ariel Savori, Stephen Schaefer, and Jens Lillecock. Lillecock? And TJ just out of the podium in fourth. Oh, man. Nice that's job, another TJ. good series there. That was tough. I raced a few of those EMEA. Let me tell you, that is a fast set of racers in there. Yeah, it always yeah, is. I see you down there, 19. Yeah. yeah. With what three four races? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a B. I had a B in the Heries. That was I upgraded to Cat Enforcement. Yeah. A after race one. In the Bs, Andy Kroll, Sean Leary, and the Herds, Darren Scotty Scott. Fourth place. And Chris. Chris Greenland. Yeah. That's a good uh, series, Chris. So well we already done. mentioned uh, Craig Brackens. Andy Kroll was also on that team. <laughs> so. It was oh Craig really? Craig and Andy were the the ones that were winning almost every one of those races in that first season. Dang. Yeah, I am actually super surprised that Andy Crawl has a crock at Cat Enforcement A yeah. at this point. Um, C Sam Splash, John Barker, and Vitali G from the Herd. Good job, Vitali. And in the D's, Ben Nitty, Paul Smith from the Herd, and I am trying. From the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> Love the fun herd names. So congratulations everyone in the Heries. Thanks to James for organizing Heries and Sheeries. And everyone who raced Sheeries and Heries. Um 
good stuff. I know it's tough with the attendance, especially as we get into summer with the make every race in one time zone slot. So everyone who finished certainly deserves big kudos. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Good. Sure. All right. Which brings us to what somebody had alluded to before. What are we going to do next? And we posted about this in the Facebook group. So thanks to everyone who commented. The uh, Zwift Classics is the next kind of big Zwift event for the summer. And there are some people who say they're going to be doing it in the group. But uh, let's start here. Um, how about you, Chris? Are you thinking about doing some Zwift Classics? Yeah, I did a bunch of these last year. Really enjoyed them. Um, different format now, right? Because yeah. there's race times available across a slew of times and mm -hmm. days too, right? Yeah. Multi-days. And women-only races. And so that's that's good. That's a nice twist, right? Yeah, I think we might have had that, but having some separate and a bunch of open races gives folks a lot to choose from. A little bit more flexibility. Yeah. Um, so I think it, there's nothing wrong with that. It, it seemed like more of a destination last year where I'd see the same people week in and week out because it was such a limited time slot. Right. But, I mean, I'll gladly give that up if it gives more people an opportunity to race. But I really like the format. Um, and yeah, after doing <laughs> six slash seven laps of Bologna, one doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> Get a beer at the top, right? Yeah. How about you, Case? Are you going to think you're going to be ready to do any of these or roll around or something? Yeah, I, I definitely will attend uh, some of these races. And uh, for me, uh, I, 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 uh, always uh, like the, the races which uh, don't have um, much climbing in it so I will be uh, uh, attending the, uh, the, the the downtown dolphin of course because it's like crit uh, series uh, which is, is is one of the uh, forms that is uh, mostly written in the, in the Netherlands crit uh, criteriums and uh, of course uh, the seaside print and the classic. Oh, that's that's maybe the previous year. I don't. I don't. I think it's two bridges this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. It's 2021. <laughs> yeah. I was like, those oh, sound I'm familiar sorry. from last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> there's still there's still not a ton of climbing until later in it, so. Yeah, really yeah. not. I mean, Bologna is going to be the biggest. It's all around 200 some to 300 meters of climbing, looks like, for most of I these. Do, I do like the uh, week six, uh, two and a half laps of Innsbruck Ring with a finish on the top of the leg snapper. Mm. Yep. That'll be uh, interesting. That'll be fun. Well, and uh, like London with Box Hill. Isn't it? Bo oh no, it's not Box Hill top finish. You get to chase down the back. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. There is another one though with a top. Isn't there another one with a top finish? Uh. uh the Yorkshire Grand Prix. Ah. Uh, that's the one. Yeah. That finish is on the KOM. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, but overall, I saw, the course, Cass Pat's in here, I like that one. 
Yeah, um, Cast Week Three, but it so there's a 4K descent uh, after after the climb. That's always a good good course for a race. Yeah, I'm a yeah, fan. There's, there's there's nothing that's super uh, you know super flat. Um, there's all there's there's some climbing in all of them, yeah. but you know in in kind of classics style it's all short punchy climbs yeah yep. yeah and the races are all in the all about in the 20 somewhere in the 20 kilometers range yeah. Yeah. yorkshire's a bit short at 18.7 but the rest of them will all finish somewhere oh of course bologna bologna is short in terms of its length but not in terms of how it feels although to those of us who did the hundred it'll feel a lot shorter than that so so last year uh these were all run by wtrl uh and had a similar points set up to uh the zwift racing league so they were essentially individual races uh with a zrl uh, point structure mm-hmm. so you know lots of fts points and with limited times, uh, but they were also trialing their category enforcement, their AutoCAD. So you could, you were getting bumped around from between categories, but you were were able to, you know, I raced, I think every week uh, and was able to race at the same time, race with a lot of the same people, get some good, Hmm. uh, you know, rivalries going. Um, it wasn't great for me right Uh, I am a little worried about um, how this will go with so many time options Mm -hmm. and whether or not so maybe there's not a lot of other series going on but um, yeah it seems like a lot of potential races and maybe you know less of that rivalry aspect uh and you know there's already not a lot of people racing on zwift over the summer uh so having it it might dilute the fields we'll see um you know i'm i'm still planning on racing um but hopeful that there's actually decent sized fields in some of these yeah, I think I'm planning to target if I can. Um, so I'm going to try and race these. I'm obviously, because I'm still recovering, I am not going to try and race them until later next week. And so that sort of having it over multiple days is useful for where I'm at currently. Um, <clears throat> but I would try to target races that maybe have more people in them just to kind of make it more more fun and more interesting and to work on my race tactics and the thing I need to decide at this point I think is whether I'm going to try to do the women's only races or do mixed B which is what I would be racing in because I am technically still under the small person rule the tiny person rule a mixed C Mm, it it it's going to be really hard for me coming back into this after having COVID, but I still will be trying to do mixed B races if I do open races. So I might bounce back and forth because 
there is a GC. I'm not sure how much I'll care about it, but. Uh, also, uh, this one is cat enforcement. So uh, it, it had, and, and I, maybe this is one of the, I, I think maybe Shiri's was the first time that the women's cat enforcement was used, uh, but it looks like that will be used again in this yeah. series. Um, if nothing else, it's going to give James a busy seven weeks uh, <laughs> of responding to people complaining about the categories that they've been enforced into. So. Oh yeah, that again. Yeah. Well, I think this is this is the first big Zwift event that's used cat enforcement, right? Yes. Like it's been available to certain event organizers. Obviously, herd races have been using cat enforcement and that type of stuff, but I don't like ZRL didn't use it and. I don't think even things like, you know, the weekly Zwift crit races or those types of things have used it yet. So this is kind of like the real um, first time that Zwift's going to get the deluge on it. The, now it's summertime. Yeah. But, the yeah. crit city races do appear to be using it now because oh, if I they? go to if I go to one, I can't sign up for D, which, oh, yeah. you know, I shouldn't be able to. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they are actually cat enforcing those now. Okay. But yeah. I, I, this is probably the first big series that isn't just like this is the regular you know regular thing that we run this yeah. is a special thing um hopefully the messaging is good around category enforcement um there's not there's not really a way a good way in the game of telling people why they can't why why they can't race the way they want yeah. to yeah I think most people who would be listening to this podcast are familiar with cat enforcement and how it works and everything, but just so everyone's aware, it's not just whatever you see in Zwift Power. There are other, there's a power curve that you generate when you race and ride in Zwift, and there are a couple different places along that curve that they're evaluating, sort of arcs along that curve. And if your curve fits over top of the line, you're going to move be in whatever category that puts you in. So. Yep. Um, even if you, even if uh, Zwift Power says that your FTP is like 2.9 something, it could be that you did a really good 15 minute effort, and yeah. that the best fit for what your 20 minute power is is actually above 3.2. Yeah. Yes. With the idea that they don't want people racing, you know, 19 minutes at, I'll take like a B example at like 4.1, and then rolling around at like 30 watts for another minute to like crank mm. their average down to 3.99. So yeah. that's the, that's what's going on. So don't, don't complain about it. It will all work out in the end and it'll be better for everyone. Yep. Right. So this is bike racing. Everyone's <laughs> going to complain about it. That's yeah, well. like, that's the second most fun part of bike racing. First is the racing and second is the complaining about the racing. Uh, complain to people who you like and talk to. Yeah, don't we, just make big complaints. We to... get on and, and do a podcast every week where we uh, complain about oh, okay. racing. Come on now. That is true. <laughs> that is true. We don't complain that much. We complain about how bad we are. We don't complain <laughs> about what category we're in for the most no, part. No. Yeah, but that's because that's because herd folks are generally aggressively nice. So <laughs> true, but they do complain about folks from other teams. No teams' names mentioned here. <laughs> yes, well, again, this will help sort all that out. So yes, uh, I see. Like Bobby Edwards had said in the thing that you know he's worried about the same thing. He's talked about diluting quality and stuff. So that's 
legit. Yeah. I, I'll just say that, you know, I guess like for those who don't know, the way these results are going to work is there's kind of like every time you do one of these races, there's like three results you're going to get. Number one is what was your result in the race. Number two what is like across every race for that race what your time was so like essentially you kind of want to cherry pick like if you if it's important to you if you want to move up those overall standings you want to try and pick a race and have a whole bunch of people that are all going to be going fast and all trying to get like the fastest time for everybody across the finish line and then third is a gc time for all races and as i think unless i'm misunderstanting that's how i read it too Post in the comments, but you can yeah. like do it. You can do like multiple goes, right? So if you get your sign up time. and you get kind of like a bit of a poopy group, and you think that you can get faster, sign up again and rip her again. <clears throat> I see yeah, that the one I guy mean, on Zwift Insider wanted to like win every race, basically like one of every race. Oh, was it Scorekeeper? No, I wanted the Zwift Insider guys, Tim or something. Yeah. Um, it, it turns out you could probably do really well. Uh, in the overall GC, even without doing well in each race by getting into the fastest races uh, and like holding the groups. Well, we're pushing the groups. Yeah. Like that's going to be part of the, that's a little bit part of the race, right? That's one thing to sit in for the sprint, but if you want to get up in that GC, you might have to do some work. So I think that's yeah. kind of interesting. It's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Pedroza says he's in there because he's, you know, he can't get much. Um, I, I don't know if anyone pays attention to their race ranking in Zwift Power. Obviously, Dan is the guy who does. I, <laughs> yeah. When we, I look when at we, it. I uh, had him on Tronversations. His, one of his goals for the year was getting his race ranking below 100. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, more power to you, Dan. <laughs> I hope you find some good races. And then, uh, yes, we all noted that clearly. Uh, James says he has no part in choosing these things, but you show me three hilltop finishes, including Bologna, in the last six races. I just don't believe you. I just don't believe you, James. I'm sure that you slipped up. How note under Charlie is endorsed electronic door, or whatever the story is. I'm 100% certain that happened. Yeah, it, we'll have to kind of report back as we as we do them and see what the experience is like and what groups we we ride in and maybe maybe I will try to do some of the women's or only the women's just to kind of give that a try so we can talk about it with someone who's actually doing the races. Yeah, and it might be a good idea if you're uh, um, hoping to like do wellness or it's something that's motivating you to get on the bike or whatever. Coordinate in the Swift Facebook page or wherever with other Zwifters and get like a group of you all at the same time because some of them are kind of close together. So if you can get, you know, five or six people that you know are similar abilities and similar mindset, and you jump on the Discord and you all work together to push the pace. Definitely. You do it every week. It might be a good way to to stay engaged, stay fit, and have fun. Agreed. And I do like the fact that it rolls up into an overall GC. Last year it was just standalone race standalone race standalone race at least that i remember so here there's something to fight for and keep showing up for every week which is nice um speaking of this is this is getting off the topic of uh 
of the Zwift classics. Um, Shocked. As the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking through what's the day. So uh, I know that as the Tour de France goes on, uh, there there's at least one day which, so uh, the stage, I think it's stage 12 on July 14th, is the uh, Alpe d'Huez finish. And uh, I think that I'm going, I mean, I'll probably put it in the comments here and also maybe post again, but Nate Holm and I and probably some other people are uh, probably planning on doing a uh, Alpe de Zwift uh, ride that afternoon, uh, afternoon here, evening on East Coast. I'm probably gonna do a double ascent to you know, make it more more toury but uh, yeah that'll be uh, another potentially fun thing uh, I think what is that next next ride Thursday yeah is that a thing they do in the tours Alp twice uh, no so uh, the, like somebody would die doing, on the down <laughs> oh they're doing the uh, I think the Galibier beforehand which is another yeah. Okay. Enormous climb. Uh, so, yeah, they will have done a big, big, difficult effort and then finish on Alpha's. Those guys are crazy. Yes. Uh, that I mean, last year they did do uh, Bantu twice. Oh right, that's true. Ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the way to the very tippy top, or like, do they turn around at the chalet? I think I think that one of the times they turned around at the chalet. Okay. But, uh, I, there, I tried to do the same thing last year. Where I was like, I'm just, yeah. I'll do Ventop twice while I watch the race, and then my knee like, like told me that I was not finishing about halfway up. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah, good because that's way too much time on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing humbles you as much about how, like, your realistic biking abilities is watching the tour. <laughs> and those guys race like what? I can't remember the one in Denmark. Well, two of them. I, one was for sure like a photo finish, and they were, you know, 280 kilometers at 38 kilometers an hour, and then they do a bunch sprint finish within you know, a millimeter of each other at the finish oh, line. It's like, uh, I believe it was yesterday's stage was the longest stage of the tour, 220 something kilometers, averaged 49 kilometers an hour. <laughs> Bananas. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and we, I will say one, one more quick thing. The third week of, um, the Zwift Classics is in honor of the women's tour starting. And so we talked about how that week is cast pats, but that's the, it'll, that week will start July 25th, which is after the women's uh, pro peloton departs from Paris on the 24th. So that's another thing to look out for and be excited about. Do, do you watch bike races in the Netherlands case? Do you like get out and check them out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we surely do. Ah. And yeah, for me, uh, uh, working at home, um, it's uh, very convenient. 
because uh, I can uh, during my work uh, watch the Tour de France, and uh, well, it, it is it, it is big in, in in Europe. It's big in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's big in France and in Belgium, and uh, we have uh, all kinds of uh, uh, television programs uh, talking about the Tour de France. So it's it's uh, it just because it, it it's all already in the in, in the vacation period in in Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, we follow the Tour de France and uh, we uh, just absorb everything uh, that can be uh, absorbed from the tour. The, the, really, the, the big nice. rider there, uh, Vanderpool, or. Yeah, of course, uh, Vanderpool, and of course we uh, we support uh, the uh, Jumbo Visma team with uh, Roglic and uh, Vingegaard, and uh, uh, just because it's a, it's a Dutch team, mm. and uh, and and uh, and to be honest, uh, we uh, we support uh, Wout van Aert as well. Even though he's but uh, but there, there there is a, a kind of uh, a Holland and and Belgian thing. About these two guys, Mathieu and uh, and Wout van Aert, but uh, the, the, the in, in in fact we we really like uh, the, the 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 achievements of all the all the riders. Awesome, awesome, yeah. Well, uh, well there'll be more Tour de France chat, I'm sure, next week. But I think for this week, that wraps it up. So, thank you to Chris. Thank you to Case. Thank you to Sean. Thank you to Lauren. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody racing the herd races. And uh, enjoy your races, everybody. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.